Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me to kill me. Brief cargo said you were coming We have your border. I like those odds. Hello, bonjour, and welcome to Forest Moon Radio, an X-Wing Miniatures podcast. Forest Moon Radio is a twice-monthly podcast talking about all things Star Wars, with a huge emphasis on the X-Wing board game. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Forest Moon Radio. I'm Luke, for Luke Lunatic Online, and I'm with a couple of regulars. We have Dave with us. Hey, everybody. Hey, and we got Justice. Hey. Hey, so we got, since the last time we recorded, we've had a couple of announcements, a couple of new ships that came out, uh, and we're going to discuss everything, everything that we haven't talked about so far. Uh, we got, did we want to go over the Z95? Just that it's there. Yeah. So we're looking at the Z95, not too exciting, the exact same dial that we, we already have for the for that chassis. Uh, just a, a couple of familiar pilots, Hawk and Warthog, a couple of pilots that were already in the the lat. But now, Which, okay, let's talk. Let's look at those pilots real fast, because yeah, they released Hawk and Warthog. I think Warthog in the Z in, with that ability is so much worse. Well, yeah, after you, you... get off the board super easy, you could have a ten health thing that has an awesome ability, or you can have this four health thing that with an awesome ability, like. Yeah, after you were a friendly lim- non-limited ship is range zero to two or destroyed during the engagement phase, that ship is not removed until the end of that phase. Like I would shoot at Warthog in that case. Yeah, I think it being the exact exact same ship as is available for the other factions is a little, I don't know, a little disappointing too. Well, it's not okay. So it does have a chassis ability. Oh yeah, it's let me look that up. Well, you can also equip a. Missile or torpedo, for it was one or the other, like, depending on this one, it's either. And then while your revealed maneuver is blue, add white boost to your action bar. Wait, say that last bit again? Did I not read that right? While you reveal, while your revealed maneuver is blue, you add a white boost to your action bar. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you give it a white boost, a little bit more maneuverable. Well, for a second, I thought you said... After a blue maneuver, you can ha- you can do a Uh-oh. free boost. I wish that would be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This isn't uh, Snap Wexley. <laughs> can't just can't just do that too, and then boost. That'd be that'd be really good. And Hawk's another one that like his ability's okay. Is he in the uh, lot as most... well? Yes. Same ability at the start of the end phase. Each friendly ship at range zero to one. Uh, has a revealed maneuver of three to five, may gain one. St- what? Man, that's a lot. Strain token to perform a barrel roll or boost action. That's yes. His, yeah. I- I've flown Hawk a bit, like recently, and I've never used his ability in the lat. I mean, it's just because he's a five point lat. That's why you take him. Yeah. But I mean, you, I mean, here is he able to use it on himself in the in the lat? Uh, good question. It says zero to one on the. Yeah, let's see if it's any different. On the... Each friendly ship at range zero to one. Yes. Right. Honestly, I think if I was, you know, I've just recently dove into Republic. I think if I was a better Republic player, that may be better. But I mean, if, unless points change drastically, if you're looking at three point options in Republic, you're probably not going to the Z95. What else is there? Which I think is a huge issue with, uh, you know. Wings and Barris. <laughs> With the points, like, being 20, there's just better options. Yeah, so either of these, uh, out of the two, you think Hawk will, will be better than uh, Warthog for the Z? Yeah, I think Hawk would be better. I mean, Warthog, you would take him in a swarm. Again, it'll depend on what these ships cost, right? Like, what's the what's the Republic? Do they even have a swarm ship? Or like, 
No, the Republic is all named ships. That's the thing. Well, I guess really every faction kind of is like that now, but like you know what I mean. You used to yeah. Like I've seen four. Used to see four uh, t torrents, but they're too expensive now to bring as as just filler. Jedi Knights, I guess. But why bring a generic Jedi Knight when you can bring a named Jedi Knight? Yeah. So is anybody even going to want to play a uh, uh, play one of these ships? I mean, uh, just like Imperial Ace is bringing up in the chat here, they are they'll be nice cheap torpedo carriers if they have enough loadout. Okay. Um. Uh, the only terrible thing I can think is Oddball and the V-Wing being able to take a proton tor torpedo, which would be, it's pretty sweet at I-5. Yeah, but in, I guess... But if you can just, spend three points and get uh, a big munition out of it, it might be worth it. Since Warthog does it to himself as well, mm -hmm. that that's the benefit, that he doesn't need to do the, to the others. He'll just stay around if you shoot him. So have him as a proton... Carrier, I, I don't know. Unless I feel field, unless I don't. They, I feel costing these more than three is just just going to be dead on arrival. Oh yeah, I agree with that. That's what I mean. There has to be. I mean, I've seen I mean, some people taking the torrents for fun, like taking a, a couple of the four point torrents, uh, just to have some kind of fun munitions carrier. Yeah, he's a fun barrage rocket carrier, but four points. But I don't. The torrents aren't there to stick a whole bunch of points on. At least not what we're used to. It's still gonna fly and die like a normal torrent would. Yeah, and this is gonna die like a Z. Yeah, I think well, that... Doesn't yeah. a torrent technically have more hit points? No shield, one more, like, so five hull. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they're not priced exactly the same. And hopefully when when these come out, they'll probably... They're, uh, I think Angie confirmed that there will be a points change. So they did. Things will get moved around anyway. I just okay. Uh, so you know how I've been like two point five has like I've since they announced some of the changes I've been for it right. Uh, yeah, actually, you're you're one of the bigger cheerleaders I've seen for this. Yes, I hate the point change. <laughs> wait, oh wait, what point change? The to the twenty. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I not enough for you. It. It's just so like, what you have twenty points. It's like I can take this, but this is obviously better for the exact same amount of points. Like, there's so much that you look at, and it's just like I can is take it, this. So is it? If I'm here, it's the it seeming randomness of what things cost within the twenty points. That yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, I, yeah. Some of that is I don't understand how they came to their decisions. I figure probably. The very first points change will be massive. And so, like, the fact that I know pe people hate the Nantex, but Sunfac is six points, right? If I go, let's say, Repul uh, Resistance, right? I can spend two more points and get Ray. Like, Ray's better. <laughs> the two points. Th there's just so much random, just like, seeming. Are you going to tell me that the Mandalorian? Is seven points, while Ray is eight points. I didn't realize eight, that. But yeah, it's that's... so much better than. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can get a lot of loadout, but it's just the, it's just a medium base with one front arc. Right? Yeah, it can only do so much. No force. Yeah, no rotate. It's loadout, but Ray gets a lot of loadout with eight. Mm -hmm. I bet. There's just so much that you just look at. And it's like. I could take uh, I, this. I am much more excited for the gauntlet than I am for the Razor Crest. Oh yeah, I love the gauntlet. But even then, it's like, I can take this, or I can take this. This is superiorly better. So uh, the points... Like, like they've seen in the past, I don't think AMG balance is not their main concern. No. Um, the fact that the Republic, their two, you can have a two-point filler... Contrail, while the Separatists, their two-point filler is a Vulture droid. Base. Yep. Trade Federation. Uh, we can talk about this for a little bit. What would you guys like? No, no, that's that's Vulture. just... That's my gripe. <laughs> but, but for two-point fillers, I mean, that literally every Vulture droid could be two points. And I think that the Why Separatists... Why Yeah, they, they could be. Um, maybe... 
the precise hunters could stay at three because they can take a three die cannon. Um, but like all the other ones, they should just stay at two. They've priced generic so that they're the same price as all the named ships. Why? Why isn't? Well, because they don't want you to fly the generic. But it, yeah, you're right. And if, and if they were two points, then you could bring ten, right? Like that would be that would be pretty scary. And if they're trying to bring the power level up to Republic, they should make all of the named vultures two and all of the tri fighters three. Oh, don't get me the no, no, the tri fighters. They are overcosted. If they want the power level to go through the roof, like what they have with a couple of the factions, and that's what they need to do. But if they want to bring it down and even everything out, don't mess with it too much and bring the Jedi, obviously the Jedi and the Rebels down. Um, yeah, and but why no three-point tri-fighter? HMP, pressure sure is four points. The, uh, everything else is five. Like sure the Interceptor is the only three-point, or three-dice generic that's, uh, that's three points. It, um, it just, it feels like with just 20 points, there is no push and pull. Like, this is better, this is superior, don't fly the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, no, the okay, We're, let's take a vulture droid, right? Mm-hmm. So, 311 is 3 points, 12 loadout. There is nothing you can put on this ship with 12 loadout. Like... You can put okay proton rockets, which actually can't be used. But let's is eight points, so you couldn't take proton rockets and shield upgrade. But besides oh, that, you so couldn't you could, do that. You could oh, do. I, oh yeah. What are you going to spend twelve points on on three eleven? Like uh, I always take afterburners, but then yeah, then you can't take. Well, you can't take proton because you can't shoot them. You can't shoot it, so, so never you take, take the concussion. But you've concussion. already got. Concussion and afterburners. There you go. Yeah. There's your twelve points. But then that never changes, right? Unless you like shield upgrade or or okay, DFS O eight one. Oh, they get an extra mod slot, but so sixteen points. I just feel like I don't know. Sixteen. You're not, if you're gonna bring another one down to two and you want them like another two point filler that doesn't feel bad. Like make DFS Three one one and two pointer. So, they, so the the list. If you're just throwing in like one vulture droid, it this it's not thematic. Like it, the list just looks weird. I know if, this. If it you're is throwing in Blount or Bucket or like Contrail. Like the list, it looks like a list. And have it zero. Have three eleven only be able to take like independent calculations. Yeah, it doesn't need anything else. Um, now, unpopular opinion probably, I think a vulture droid, like, base zero, should be one point. Two vulture droids could equal a contrail. Probably. I mean... Like... There's only one ship in the game that I think that should be one point, and that's the autopilot drone. But think about... Okay, trade separation... Trade federation vulture droid. Right? Pilot skill one, zero upgrade points. It's sitting there by itself. Two points for a 2 2 3 stat line with no ability at a pilot skill one seems very, you know, I could just take Contrail, I could just take Bucket, I could just take any of these other two point ships. But if it's one, so you get two for that filler, that's now still two dice, two agility, three. They can share that calculation. That's about average on the other ships. Someone's going to bring like 15 of them or 20 to the table. Still have the rule that you can only take, what, seven? Oh, is that, I didn't even know there was a max of ships. Yeah. There's eight maximum ships. Oh, right? I see eight. it right here. Yeah, three to eight ships. Okay, yeah. I see it there. Yeah, but, otherwise I would have... How much was the... Well, then, yeah, what does it matter what they cost? Point. I would have taken ten vultures if I was allowed to take ten back in 2.0. But think about that. Think about just if they were worth one point. One point, no upgrades. That's very thematic. Well, that feels like... Well, certainly having one as a filler is not. Like, the sh- the faction, yeah. the ship, the in, in canon and in this game, the faction is not designed to fly like that. 
So having two, that's how the faction's designed. Any separatist list that has six points open, would you always put six vultures in that spot, theoretically? If I had six points open, honestly, that sound. But they wouldn't have any upgrades, and they would be pilot skill one. You could, the opponent could keep taking one out a turn. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Well, I would if I had. It's a little bit aggressive. I think that if you leave it at two, and you bring the other cheap stuff and the other factions that are way too cheap up, it should be fine. Two would be better because so if you don't have a lot of ships, like yeah, you're right. Like like I just just put in Previsla and Django Fett, right? You've only got four points left. Four vultures. There you go. That's yeah. That makes more sense, or at least two. Or like you like you said, you know the the droid tri fighter, which one sucks on its own too. You only get one of those. Or at this point, you only get one vulture droid. I mean, that's just. But I'm. But uh, back to like, what two point things should be. As soon as these um, Z95s come out, get rid of Contrail. Um, we're gonna have a two point Z95 and. Like, Contrail was a mistake being two points. We're all agreed on that. Yeah, that's sure. way too... Especially for scenarios. Being I-5, being able to scramble the transmissions like at two points and just run circles around one and not care about what happens to that ship. Because that ship's not con contributing very much to firepower. You're just trying to circle objectives. But yeah, Contrail was... Derek was a mistake... Blount is are like Blount could easily be three points and be fine. If you, if you're gonna take a two point ship, it needs to just be a crappy ship. Yeah, it not named. Why do other factions get a name two point and I'm stuck with a a bloody vulture, vulture droid? We can talk about balance all day. It's it's not gonna be the same as it was anywhere close. Um, I think power level is just gonna be. High and yeah, there. I mean, just think what's Ahab is the scum two point filler. <laughs> yep, I do like everywhere now. And Nadru, Nadru's actually if those just go to like generic Z95s or Tie Fighters, that's that should be fine. And then Ahab I'm having or could be three. My my poor scum, two. But I mean, Ahab and Seaboard, they were the same points before. Yeah. So no 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 not Seaver. Seaver was always more expensive than Ahab. I have old Yasby up as well. Let me check. Yeah, Ahab was twenty eight. Seaver was thirty. I think that they were both thirty at one point. Probably so. And then Seaver got used a lot. Well, let's uh... happier subject. Xanadu blood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's go down to the rogue class. We uh, we got an announcement. Um. The first announcement was that a week ago, two weeks ago we got uh, for the row class. That was the twenty eighth. Uh, even before that, we got the Cad Bane uh... and Victor Hell and Nam Lam was the last thing you guys said. Okay, so April eleventh we got the Cad Bane, which I posted in the Discord. Cad yeah, Bane. And before oh, that, yeah, yeah. Um, we got the Victor Hell and Nam Lam. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, they all have dead to rights, just like the Chemogila. Yep. So, Cad Bane's at the top from Scum, which is interesting. We have the Scum and the Separatist version, and they're different pilot abilities. I think that's a good thing. That is. Actually, perform an attack that hits. Uh, so, this is the Scum Cad Bane. Um, after perform an attack that hits, you may spend two charges to transfer one of your non-locked red or orange tokens to the defender. Seems so, your jams and stress. tractor? Does that tractor count? Is it? Does it say orange? Yeah, not, yeah. Yep, tractor, tractor. Uh, so anti-nantex there. And then stress, so you can do... This action bar is kind of crazy. So lots of red actions. Which is important for these ships, because they have dead to rights. Which mm -hmm. we know from the uh, Tarani, uh, what is that, the Chemogelia, yep. While you perform an attack, if the defender's in your bullseye, it can't be modified using green tokens. Yeah, so you Imperial, want those... Imperial in the chat, so also mentioning, like, um, Strainer and Deplete is included with the red tokens. Yes. So there's lots of abilities that trigger that, so that's really good. I think we'll see a but lot of this guy. You have to spend two of the charges, and it's, you know, one re 
reoccurring, so you can only do that every other turn. Mm -hmm. But, the most important thing, though, is after you perform an attack that hits, and this ship is suffering the same way every droid ship suffers, besides the overexpensive tri-fighters, and that's it has two native attack. Yeah, I would have thought it would have more than that. But we'll see a card later yes. down this list that I think will help that, which kind of confirms uh, something that I was curious about. But having all the boosts and the barrel rolls will allow it to, you know, position itself. So it's kind of, you know, that it's an arc dodger without being an arc dodger. It's more like an arc getting in bullseye. Yeah. Um, it's crazy that the boost just by itself is red. So why wouldn't you ever do a focus into a boost? Yeah, that's... Uh... Maybe if you're up against a Palab, that's... Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. Um, or you take engine upgrade just to get rid of that. Yes. Yeah, that's an, it's interesting because I thought since the B-Wing, they weren't going to do these kind of actions again. I thought I would always be repositioned into red focus. Uh, or red faith, but now they're going back to the the white token to red. So if there's anything in the future or now that benefits a ship being stressed, you could just fail those actions on purpose. Yeah, it won't benefit them like it benefits ten or Braylon, but but being um, an I four with Cab Bane is just like eh. You would think you would be a bit higher. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, there's just so many ships and. In, uh, in 2.5, you'll get bullseyes. No, no problem. I guess uh, that's, next, a, that's just, a good point. I hadn't yeah. thought of that. Like, there are so many damn... It's like a little mini-game of Epic. Except, oh, the Republic. Just thinking back to the Republic, they have so many cheaper I-5s than other factions. Like, all the Jedis and stuff. Just oddball on his own. <laughs> um, but going on, the, we have the generic. Uh, yeah, just a generic I-3. Um... And just dead to rights. That's it. Three oh, points. Uh, yeah, the chassis is just uh, two attack, two agility, five hull, two shields. That's it. I'm calling generics going to be three to four points. Pretty it's good. Probably sure. three. It's a small base, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave, you want to go over the next couple ships here? Uh, the last of the scum ones? Yeah, is that Victor Hell here? Yeah, I hell figured here. I'd give him two. Hell here, hell here. Everybody knows what he does. Yeah, yeah, he's got his same ability, nothing special. Well, I mean, if you like him, you like him. Just, uh, it's nice when sometimes pilots get a different ability. He's initiative four. After you defend, if you did not roll exactly two defense dice, the attacker gains one stress token, and he's got the dead to rights as well. But the good uh, thing about him having the same, we technically don't have the Kirax in, you know, standard play, so it makes sense. Right. And yeah. we don't have Asajj yeah. either, or Forlom, so there's no other stress control really on the stress on uh, no. Scum and Scum and Standard. Um, now, they outlawed stealth device, so... Grr. Yeah. Well, that makes it a little harder to... That, that would there, have been the well, card you'd put to him, right? There's going to be a card coming up. Okay, okay. I haven't I haven't skipped ahead. Spoilers. Yeah. But next we get Nam Lum. I guess he must be the cousin of Ten Num or something. I don't know. Uh, start of, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, we have Nam in the uh, Jump Master. Oh, I was kidding about... Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> um... Is, is it the same his, ability? Uh, no, love, no, it's okay. a different ability. But I love his little um, his little thing under his name, Laughing Bandit. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So now at the start of the up, engagement, what does this guy look like? Oh, do a little uh, do a Wikipedia on him. Yeah. So he's initiative one at the start of engagement phase. You may choose one enemy ship in your arc in your front arc. If you do, treat the init treat your initiative as equal to that ships until the end of the round. Oh, I see. Threek! Oh, yeah, yeah, very much. Very much. Where's Threek? Because it has to be in your front arc. Yeah. I forgot about Threek. That's okay. I mean, everybody's going to be pretty much higher than you, unless you're... Uh, I love it. If he's not Sunny Bounder like crazy, or I'll try him. Maybe he... Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, hard to say. I love the image of him it's... tractoring. It looks like it's a tractor of that TIE fighter. And the yeah. mining guild tie. Yep. Yeah, mining guild. That's nice artwork. All right, guys. Segway, segway, segway. Where are you going? We got a, a very quick little uh, Wikipedia deep dive here. 
I'll go over oh, there. Wow. <laughs> right. you, uh, Justice, do you want to do the quote, and then Dave, you can do the paragraph. Um, the way I s- the way I see it, you have two choices for how this goes down. After all, I've got two blasters. A third option. Well, I think I have a grenade in my pack. <laughs> so Nam Lum was a Celestin bounty hunter who owned a Jumpmaster Five Thousand. Wow, that's that's deep information. At some point, they entered into a fight with a M12L Kimogila Heavy Starfighter while in their Jumpmaster 5000 and on the run. Why do they keep saying while in there? Because we don't know whether Namlam is a he or a she, I guess. Oh, 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 very woke. Cool. Sorry, didn't mean to be uh, <laughs> that's person. That's what I assume. Cool. So no, it's probably true. He's a Solstone, so that's the same species as Nine Nam. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Makes sense. They all get that UMB at the end there. That must be their their uh, planetary trait. So the only time Nam has been in something besides X Wing has been in No Disintegrations, which is a source book for bounty hunters from Fantasy Flight's Edge of the Empire campaign. <laughs> yeah, not a lot there. So hey, we don't have much on this pilot. Let's just give him another ship to fly. Yeah. Makes total sense. I think that's the same deal with Victor Hell as well. Victor was wasn't Victor Hell. What type oh. of bounty hunter was he? Uh, let's see here. The the kind uh, for he, money. He was also in the Disinte- uh, disintegrations. That I know. Yeah. Karelian bounty hunter, so human. Okay. Karelian is human, right? Yeah. I I don't think you're allowed to ask that. <laughs> I think Karelian just means that he's from Karelia. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they are. And that's that's where Han's from. So they they look like us. They're the good kind of aliens, not the gleep glop ones. Whoa! whoa. <laughs> Victor Hell owned uh, Hell's Outfitting. You can't talk like that, Dave. When we're talking about fiction, you can talk about real life like that. But jeez. Yeah, Victor Hell never piloted a row class, only a Kirax. So let's just. We're not going to release a Kirax, let's just put him in the Rogue. Well, it's sort of like uh, General Grievous, right? Wat Tanbor, I don't think he had his own belly or belly rub, did he? No, I don't think Wat ever... No. Or Seer. So it's like you're getting all these characters from the, the role-playing books, and you're just giving them new stuff to fly. I think that's cool. No, that is cool. I just... They, like... This shows that it's not I don't know what Fantasy Flight... If Fantasy Flight or AMG did this, it's like... They... In Fantasy Flight's books, they flew these specific ships, and now it's like, oh, let's stick them here! Well, it's it's the same... Kind of like the ships. I mean, they're running out of... True. If, you're, if, you're, if you are bound to stick to canon, and not, you know... Oh, yeah. Expand yeah. your video games, then you're going to run out of not only ships, but pilots. That is true. But ships first, I think. But, um... No, I like Nam's ability here. I think especially- it's... I think it's really neato. I'm going to try it for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping Nam might be a 2, but that's going to be unfortunate if it gets zero load as a 2, because I feel like this ship needs loadout function. Yeah, well, hopefully... So maybe uh, a 3 as well. It's shown that the 2 points don't get any loadout, so hopefully yeah, he's a 3 and gets a decent loadout for a good can. Yes. Uh, Next, we have the other Cad Bane. Yeah, go for it. So Separatist Cad Bane. Same actions and everything. Same stats, except instead of two charges, it only has one charge. During the engagement phase, after another ship at range 0-3 is destroyed, you may spend one charge to perform an action, even while stressed. Is that his crew ability? No, his crew... His crew um, is drop a bomb, perform a red boost. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have I seen this ability before somewhere? After something is destroyed, perform an action? There's, I mean, there's a bunch of, like, upgrades like that. Mm-hmm. But what's what's hopeful? No, that's a bear. That's just, that's a after a ship thing. is performed, you may perform a focus or a yeah. boost. Yeah, all right. Anyways, yeah, that's this is a cool ability. Yes, it's hoping for other ships... After another ship, it doesn't even matter friendly. That okay. So I have this, to reread this it. ability. Uh, it, there's two more cards we got to read through, yes. but it actually lines up with the title for 
for the Yes, it does. So, you know, it's a good ability, especially if you're hoping to destroy things quickly. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you're the one destroying something. Yes, not your own stuff being destroyed. And I guess if you're not stressed, too, because... Oh, even while stressed. Sorry, stupid, stupid. Yeah. Oh, this ship. This ship's going to be stressed all the time. Oh, I guess you might as well be. I have a feeling this ship is always going to be stressed. I mean, unless you're scum, um, CAD, that can just get rid of red tokens. I'm hoping that this ship has some decent blues. Yeah. At least the ones through twos, like all of them. Except for maybe the too hard. But if it follows no- in line with Separatist, though, too, I because the magnets are going to be flying. I think the too hard is going to be blue. I hope so. I mean, the fangs like to be stressed, and that too hard comes in real handy. Mm-hmm. My droids like to be stressed sometimes with independence. Too hard's coming great. Mm-hmm. So you want to uh, let's go over this uh, next. We got a new weapon. I another two cannon. Just like uh, S- uh, Sync Laser Synced. Cannon. So this is Proton Cannons. This has uh, been rumored for a bit. Now we finally know what it does. Uh, it's a s- attack, uh, a four attack dice bullseye at range two to three. Spend two recurring charges. Uh, change one eyeball result to a hit or, uh, or sorry, Change one eyeball or hit result to a crit. So that's a passive mod, which is really good. So you can just roll up, take a target lock. That's probably why the target lock isn't linked in any, any repositions. Because that would be really good with this cannon. Can have something good. Yeah, but that, that confirms at least one of these pilots, uh, assuming Cad Bane has two cannon slots. I'm having a feeling, because uh, the... Rogue class by itself in canon, I mean, it. that means nothing. Canon. But the rogue class by itself has uh, fire-link laser cannons, two fire-link laser cannons by themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, even the base model. I feel everyone's going to have two. And I've, and I've seen some screenshots of a PDF that shows this at three points. Three points, yep. Because the first draft of the points that they dropped and then immediately pulled and changed had proton cannons on there. And there's another thing on there, too. Another new munition. I, didn't, I can't remember what it was. How do we feel about it? Bullseye only, four dice, having the two recurring charges. I think it's fine. I mean, HLC is five points, right? I guess you never see that. Yeah. I, I've never seen HLC used. I, I've seen it a lot on uh, Defenders. We don't have a Defender meta going around here, so... But I, I think that they're fine. I mean, you're not going to get someone in the bullseye every turn. So No, exactly. I mean, they brought Prockets up to 8, and leaving that at 5 was... I mean, I think it's fine when you got free loadout, right? Yeah. So, I feel like for 3 points, it's worth it. You're not going to get someone in the bullseye every turn. And, and you're not spending... Was it 8 points now on... Sync laser cannons? If every one of these has, you know, two cannon slots, even the Separatists. We haven't seen the Separatists yet, but if we can... Oh, it's still seven, sorry. If we can think about a Separatist, the Magna Guard, they probably can take cal- only take calculates. Sync laser cannon is going to be amazing on the Magna Guard. Yeah, and especially if they bring uh, D- DFS 311 to two points. Um, Pass the calculate. There you so, go. uh, it's it's this is a good cannon. Hey, your uh, HMPs can take it too. Your Genosian prototypes. Yeah, it seems good. I'm just my all my HMPs have the good ones at four points or at five points. Five. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't, I know. Doesn't feel good. Hey, we just talked about that. <laughs> like, yeah, that needs to come down to four. The, the fearless hunters need to come down to four, and then the rest come down to three for the tri-fighters. And then the next, it show, they show off the title. Oh, the Xanadu Blood. Pretty good title. It's Yeah. And it lines up with uh, the Separatist Cad Bane. I, any rogue class starfighter, I'm assuming just um, Cad Bane will be able to take it because of the way AMG has reworked the uh, PDFs. 
Um, we'll see. But, I hope others can take it. If I mean, but I mean, who else are you going to take, really? Besides, or besides this nominal. If if you're taking Victor Hell, you might as well let him fly the Xanadu blood. Yeah, you might as well let uh, Snap Wexley fly the Black Moon, but you can't. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um, but I mean, Boba Fett can take whatever title he wants. Hey, we've been down that road before. I'm not going down that road again. But this one's really good. It adds the crew and the bomb slot. Which fits, fits Cat Bane's ship, what he requested. Yeah, um, and it shows why his uh, crew ability works with bombs. And then it adds the red cloak action. So that means Cad Bane's ability lets you perform an action even while stressed. You can perform another red action being the cloak action after you kill a ship. Um, hmm. So you can you can attack and then cloak. Yep. You've got two extra dice. You're not attacking. Which is uh, why I think but... Victor Hell might be able to put, get the... Or at least originally plan to have the Xandu Blood title on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because how do you get Victor Hell... cloak action the first turn, and then if somebody tries to flank you, they're getting stressed. How do you get Victor Hell to get more than two agility? Put a cloak on him. But stressing at the beginning of the game, this guy can be a nice flanker being able to do that two-barrel roll in the system phase before engagement. Seems good. So yeah. Or that system phase two forward for getting objectives. Is this the only nat- natural cloaking ship? No, the uh, the TIE Silencers and TIE Whispers can do it. In standard, is this the only cloaking ship besides those three? Um, You can't take a Phantom yet. I mean, oh, no, the Scimitar. Oh, I mean, oh, Scimitar and cloaking device, of course. Yeah. Scimitar, if you take the title, you can cloak. But, I mean, you're a large base. You're not having any problem getting into objectives. Anyway, that's all uh, AMG's shown us so far, but don't worry. We have some other stuff to talk about. Um, did you guys uh, want to chat about um, our builds for the Razor Crest first, or the Gauntlet? The oh. Gauntlet. Did you say Razor right. Crest too? Yeah, I just have a Gauntlet list. Yeah, no worries. I think I said Gauntlet or Razor Crest. Oh. But, but uh, let's get started. Uh, Dave, what do, you guys, what do you got for a Gauntlet build? And what did you throw with him? Okay, well, because everybody was talking about how we hadn't seen one yet, uh, I went with the Imperial Gauntlet. So I started with Gar Saxon, and then I put Outmaneuver, Grand Moff Tarkin, Veteran Tailgunner, the Drop Seat Bay. He obviously has the Swivel Wing and the Imperial Super Commandos. And then... Six TIE LNs, Night Beast, and five Obsidian Squadron pilots. So they can all go grab uh, objectives if you need, and maybe Mr. Saxon could uh, possibly reach two at a time, park in the middle. I don't know. So Gar Saxon. I can read his ability as well. He's Initiative Mm 3, and while a friendly ship... uh, Well, sorry, it's phrased, while a friendly unit... At range 0 to 2, performs a primary attack. If the attacker is in the defender's front uh, rear arc, you may spend one charge. If you do, the attacker rolls one additional die. So that works with the commandos then, which is kind of neat. I was hoping. That was going to be a question, actually, but that's really cool. Yeah, that's why it specifies unit. Oh, I see. Okay. That's pretty neat. I mean, he has eight points. Uh, but, I mean, handing out extra dice, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I thought so. Somebody phrased it, everybody turns into grass on the Curex. But, yeah, good luck. Are you going to fly that at your next Tuesday? Uh, maybe, maybe. Although I still want to try the Rebel Fangs. I don't know, I might lean towards that this week. So we got it. Yeah, and if, he, if Gar Saxon gets behind anybody, they're, uh, they're in for a bad time. Especially since it works on himself. If you got the extra dice plus that maneuver, ouch. Alright, Justice, what do you uh, what do you have for a gauntlet build? So my gauntlet goes with Separatist because I love Separatist. Uh, I chose Bo Katang Krees. Seven points, twenty four loadout. So on her oh, I have cl- four? That's amazing for seven points. Yeah. <laughs> now what I did with it. 
uh, probably could have done upgrades better, but I have a reasoning behind my insanity with this. Um, I have clan training. Before you engage, if you are not focused, there is an enemy ship in your front arc. At range 1, you may spend one charge to perform a red focus action. After you perform an attack, if the defender is destroyed, recover it. Emergency focus. I have Savage Opress. One force recurring. After a friendly ship in your front arc at range 1 to 2 gains a stress or a strain, you may spend one force. If you do, that ship gains one focus. Veteran Tail Gunner, which sounds great. I've never used it. It's no. even in even in 2.5? Like, I'm not, on this build, with oh, this oh, oh. ship, I have, since I've been flying it, I have never used the double tap. I mean, yeah. yeah. It'll <laughs> That's happen. the thing. Drop Seat Bay. So it adds two crew, removes one um, bomb mm-hmm. payload. If you would drop a crew remote using a one template, you may use a bank template of the same speed instead and can align that template's middle line with the hash mark on your left or right side. I have the gauntlet title. Adds another crew. Of system so the phase. Separate you- one is called the gauntlet. Yes. Okay. Uh, two charges during the system phase. You may spend one charge to repair one face-up ship damage card. Swivel ring, of course. And then I have the Death Watch Commandos. Which lets me shoot out the Mandalorians. Nice. That should be um, a lot of fun. I mean, it's a lot of fun because I pair it with... um, I pair it with General Grievous. You know, the Outmaneuver, Afterburners, Impervium, Plating, Solus one. Mm-hmm. And then I pair it with uh, Chertek and the Nantex. Oh, man. With Treacherous and Ensnare. And I've done it. My whole goal with building this list is, like, I want to tractor somebody so they overlap my commandos and they get a strain. I, I think tractor it's strain. crazy that uh, the only way you can buy a Belbalab is in that in the, in the uh, starter pack. And you can't get it anymore. I guess that is. Um, I mean, it is a new faction. If you're going to play that faction, you might as well have two vulture droids. Well, the only reason I got into the faction is because I have a gauntlet and a fire spray. <laughs> like, I just I don't know. <laughs> they don't have a lot of. If you're not, not going to jump in with swarmy ships, packs. sorry, what? Do you want to borrow one? Because I got two servants with strike packs, and I have no plans to fly two bevel apps. Oh well, it it would incentivize me to try the faction a little more because that the Grievous is such a great ship and tough to fly against. Interesting note: when if you use the uh, Belbalab, you have to put it on the base up uh, backwards. Oh, there's a misprint on them that the peg is backwards on it. The peg hole. Oh, really? Yeah, true. Yep. And then I have oh, yes I on all of them. Guard when I use that. Uh, oh wow. Uh, and then the last ship I have in my list is a uh, 311 with Discord missiles and independent calculations and struts. Has the Discord missiles come in handy? They get shot at immediately, and because of the because of the one agility, it they uh, they have never procked now. But I do it just for the. I guess the kids would say the memes just because <laughs> I could have two death commandos, death watch commandos out in the field and a discord missile. Oh my god. There's so many obstacles on the board with you now. And, and I had a friend look over and he's like, wait, you brought discord missiles and death watch commandos? And I'm like, yep. Now he's all like, you need now all you need is a blazer bomb. He's like, you're a terrible person. I'm like, yes. <laughs> because I, like, you can ensnare ships onto these. Yeah, so I've ens- rude. I've ensnared a ship onto a Death Watch commando, giving them a tractor and a strain, and then shot with my outmaneuver Grievous. Oh man, if you can get that all to work together, that would take a lot of practice. I got it once. <laughs> I got it once. That's how you get it. That just sounds like something that would catch a lot of people off guard. The fact that I got it once means that this list was made... Just so I could do that. If I got it once, I win. Well, I'm sure you'll try that again, because that sounds fun. Oh yeah, I keep trying it. 
But we've noticed some interactions with it that are interesting. With uh, with the gauntlet? No, with, like with the ensnare, with the gauntlet, with the commandos, just like everything. Like, can you track it? Like, how does this work? And we've sent questions. And, and this is why these my fun stuff is always banned anyway. Like, so I've noticed... concerned about not working. Oh, just, uh, it, okay, when you launch, let's say you launch the commandos, right? And they immediately overlap a ship. Does that count as the enemy ship overlapping? I'm guessing that they need to work on some wording there. Yes. Um, also, it saddens me flying this list. I noticed something that they changed, and it's really saddening. That grappling struts, you can't barrel roll off rocks anymore. No, even though it was really fun to imagine them doing it. Uh, and I've done it, and all my group is like, it's because of you. They they blame me, because we had to send in some questions about a semicolon. And well, justice, yeah, it's, it is your fault. Oh, I, I am 100% certain <laughs> that it is, considering all the other changes, which feel like the justice laws. <laughs> <laughs> well, they finally changed Nantex, and they changed... Uh-huh. James Struts, so all your fault. Oh man. Well, now that you're not finished breaking Separatists, then X Wing is truly not done. Um, it's forever changing. Well, I'm happy that we all chose different factions for this because this was not uh, previously discussed. What did you take? I took Scum. Oh, okay. And I'm actually taking, I've flown Scum. Uh, one, this gauntlet once before and I lost but I think I've got a better loadout now I am taking this to the Kyber Cup, this list and my first game will be on Wednesday so we'll see how it goes I'm taking Maul in yeah. the gauntlet 8 points, 3 force seems good he is uh, good. I'm going with a cheeky Jabba the Hutt build yeah 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 because I got 27 points to play with so I got Jabba the Hutt uh, here's all the crew, Jabba the Hutt Lando Calrissian IG88D, and that's all the crew because Jabba takes up two. Uh, I got marksmanship, veteran tail gunner, contraband cybernetics, yeah, dropsy bay, night brother title. Yeah, this um, is very similar to to what I've flown against the last two weeks. Very tough. So pretty much infinite stops, considering how long two point five games can be round wise. Yep. Um. Jabba the Hutt just regens that contraband cybernetics every turn. Uh, so for five turns, you can just stop and not move. Uh, Night Brother, after you reveal a non-blue maneuver, so your red maneuvers, uh, if you are stressed, which I most definitely will be, uh, you may spend two charges, two uh, recurring charges to gain one focus or a bay token, which is super cool. So every other turn, I'll have a focus or a bay token. And if I want, I can just use that to spend to use Lando's ability just to reroll blanks. And IG-88D, if I want, if I'm not coordinating or reinforcing, I can just use that to get the double calculate tokens to use Lando's ability. So the whole thing here is just you're stopping a lot. And there's you don't have to really worry if people are... Uh, are you don't have to worry about bumping. So you can just take whatever action you want. And you can just stay... If you are playing objectives, you can just stay in between three objectives and just cap them every turn. It's kind of rude. Uh, so to pair with him, I have Ahab and Adrew, the two two-pointers. I got Cad Solus, a four-point fang fighter uh, with a hull upgrade. And I got Manaru, trying some different upgrades that I haven't tried before. I got Notorious on there, which is a new talent. Uh, we, uh, which has uh, after you defend. So Manaru is going to be a pretty big target. People usually try to wipe her out pretty quick. Uh, if the attacker is in your firing arc, you may spend one charge if you do the attacker gains from a strength, one strain token. And while you perform an attack, if the defender is strained, you may reroll one blanket result. And there's two recurring project uh, charges there. And I got Contraman Cybernetics on her. Punishing one title, 
for that front arc attack and R5P8 for three rerolls. Um, so I think it's pretty solid. Five ship list. Um, I think Ahab will pull his weight. Uh, or not Ahab. Uh, Maul will pull his weight. Cat will pull his weight. Manor will pull his weight. And we'll see how Ahab and Atru do. So that's my list for Tamar Cup. Yeah, it seems like you got a lot in there. I, I don't think a lot of people think that you can fit a lot with these ships, but when you got sweet two-pointers like we were talking about, you should probably take them. I think it's probably better than any of the other four-pointers I could have taken. I mean, I could have taken... Um, like a cane and Jarus, and the Hawk for even more nonsense, but then you're not really contributing to the fight. You're just staying behind and using your ability. So I'd rather use those four points towards uh, ships that don't really care about getting in the fight and dealing some damage. So there's, there's my gauntlet build. I really wanted to try Captain Hark, but I don't know. His only ability is the side slip. It doesn't really add much to to a list, right? He, he doesn't help. I guess you could coordinate all the time with him, but uh, I'd love to see a large base side slip, and it seems like he's the only gauntlet that can do that. It's a unique ability. It looks fun. Uh, like I've heard a lot of people say, he's not good, but he's a lot of fun. Right, exactly. I, I want to use him just for that side slip ability. Okay. I yeah. mean, seven points, 15 loadout isn't terrible. No. But you haven't seen him for a reason. Yeah, probably. You're probably right there. Well, just because for one point more, you get Maul mm-hmm. that has 27 loadout. And three ports. Wait. Uh, no. He was talking about um, Captain Hark and Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, you yeah. can you can play whatever faction you want. That, I was just that, no, you're right. For one more point, sorry, you get Gar for with five more loadout. Right, and and his you know, at least you're helping your list with his ability. It's not just, uh, it's not just for him, especially now. If, oh, if I had Imperial, I think I would fly Hark more just because okay so you reveal the zero you have your wings down yeah so you have to side slip the problem is um obstacles with a large base right yeah but then do you also get to okay after you reveal a zero maneuver if you're equipped down you must execute a one bank or one side slip of a so red. After you execute, you must flip swivel wings down to up. Do you still get to rotate? I don't think so, because it says that both... same difficulty instead. Okay. So okay. instead of doing your rotate, you do the side slip. Not as good as I was thinking. Right, just crazy to see a large base do that on a board. Yeah, but side slipping and then oh, that 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 would be awesome. Yeah, uh, Hark, this it just kind of takes away your options for just rotating. Right, it kind of just replaces the ability. Yeah, it's crazy that the Imperials don't have a title. That's what they get. They know what they did. <laughs> I would put Tactical Scrambler on him. Only at this because you can sideslip in front of your ships. Yeah. You got 13 more points to play with. Why not? But yeah, no... Uh... I mean, for that modification upgrade, you got your drop seat bay, though. 
Yeah. But with the side you can slip, stick the, stick the child on there. Be, because I'm, you know, I think. Oh, I can't do that. Ah, man. I was gonna say, can you put seven sister two? Pro- maybe what's less than plus or minus seventh sister. Um. Nope. That's telling you one more point. Shoot. You can side slip and then next turn drop uh, cluster mines or prox mines. Oh, yeah, if you don't take the drop seat bay. Yeah. At least stick the mine on there. That's kind of cheeky. Very situational, but it's cheeky. But if you're side slipping, that means that. Would you be too? Would you be? How close would you be to the bomb? It depends. You would have to practice it. Mm-hmm. Well, so you would side I mean, slip. Planet, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. It, it's just an interesting thought to start messing with. All right. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to experiment with it, but... I don't fly Imperial, so... Good luck, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) That's not even the list I want to try. (laughs) Uh, uh, Justice, do do you have any builds at all for the Mando? Or for any of the... um, Sorry. Any of the Razor Crest? Razor Crest? So, I was looking at the Razor Crest, and... I haven't looked too much. Um, I had some stuff this past week and stuff, but I'd like Q90. Yeah, man, I wanna, uh, Mando seems a little expensive at 7. Yeah, I like Q90. Just because I like, after you fully execute the advanced maneuver you may perform, calculate, or barrel, and then gain a stress. And so I was trying to figure out, like, what can I do with that? Um, I mean, you could mix it with um, IG, IG-88D so you get the double calc, but might be better just have, like, a force carrier on him. That's what I was thinking. Uh, I like Savage. Or Savage. Especially if you are doing the turnaround and then, like, who would put more ships in your front arc. Mm-hmm. But for 10, that will give you only 10 more points to play with. Are the advanced maneuvers only the uh, the two talons, the 5k, and the stop? Stop, yeah. Yeah, so not the other reds? No, those, those don't classify as advanced. Okay. He's got a lot of red on this dial, though, holy. Yeah. Um. That's why every single... Uh, ST seventy assault ship that you take the Razor Crest should have L three three seven on board. Yep, unfortunately. Uh, unless I have seen a couple um, builds, I think uh, Scott from Hexile kind of started this train where you take the Guild Bounty Hunter, and then uh, I'm going to go find that list. On one second. Can can we talk by the way we find that? How Kuiel. I haven't seen enough Kuiel, like talk of Kuiel. What is he crew? So let me look him up. Crew. I have plenty to say about Quill actually. Um Quill crew can take people off guard. You um so for instance I I, I'm a team captain for a league happening in the UK in Europe right now. Um, there's a couple of Americans, a couple of Canadians, and then a bunch of Europeans. Anyway, uh, one of my teammates thought that he could kill them all. Got him down to Fort Hall. And then Queel happened. He got Hall back. 
and then he did not have enough time to kill them all. So he managed to get the half points, but couldn't do much else after that, unfortunately. Yeah, like... It, it, seemed, it seems good. It, it's... For four points, it's not bad to have. And put it on a gauntlet, that it, the thing doesn't die then. If you take Dropsy Bay, just one of your four crew makes, or depending on what title you have, one of your three crew seems good. Um, yeah, so the the build I'm looking at right now is the Maul, uh, but instead of IGDD crew, you're taking Lando and over two modulators in Jabba the Uh-huh. So then you get triple calculates, but you can you're still moving around, and you don't have to worry about spending your action on those calculates for those rerolls, and then Quill as well. Yep. Um, but uh, he has Maul paired with two guild bounty hunters. Um, and this was uh, this was uh, Chris Patrick. That's the list I'm taking this from, and. Uh, both of the guild bounty hunters have fearless, novice, novice technician, contraband cybernetics, hull upgrade, and hotshot blaster, or hotshot hot tail blaster, so that you have that rear arc attack uh, twice with me. Um, and I really like it because Maul, with his actual ability that I'll probably not use in any of my games in the Hyper Cup, um, while you perform a coordinate action. You can choose an ish, uh, a ship with initiative lower than yours, and both of the guild bounty hunters are initiative three. And then you, they could both gain a strain and both get coordinated. So it's pretty cool. Your your maul, your system phasing, your triple calculates for your actions, and then you can just coordinate every turn to these guild bounty hunters. They, I don't think they care too much that they're strained, but they're getting double actions, and it seems cool. They can't turn very well, but they're getting lots of actions. But, yeah, that's a that's a neat little three-ship list that I saw. But yeah, to answer your question, I think Quill is a, it's a pretty good upgrade. Have have you, uh, Justice? Have you looked at Mando at all? Like just experimented with what you can put on. Not him? yet. I, I honestly haven't. Um, I've been wanting to. Um, just last week I planned on bringing a Mando list to my league night, and it just I couldn't change what I was flying because I was rushing, so. It's currently still sitting in a box. Do you do you guys have the actual Razorcrest model down there? Yes. Oh, awesome. It hasn't been released up here yet. Oh. Yeah, we're waiting till... A- AMG guarantees it will be released one day, but not this day. It should be released this week. This uh, week? What, really? Yeah, said, yeah. Oh, awesome. I'm pretty sure he said May 5th or 6th or something. I was talking to someone at AMG, and they said the model... They guarantee it is so sharp you can shave with it with the wings. <laughs> um, speaking of just release things, we also down here got a droid soccer that we're planning on trying to set up. Did a your stores night. get it, or were you able to like the store kit? got it? Oh, okay, like as a store kit. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way to purchase it. No stores have to purchase it. Yeah, it's a little poofy because it comes with stuff that you normally wouldn't have, like those uh, those cardboard scoring areas. Yes. So, um, so have you had time to practice that? The what? Not yet. I haven't even opened that box yet over at the store. That's exciting. But yeah, for, for Mando, I, I don't really have the courage to put him on the table just at his price point. Um, I mean, it's 28 points, but like we said before, it is... Seven. Three dice. Yeah, seven points. Or 28 loadout. Um, 
I know, it's there's seven. There's stuff you can do, because you can take Mandalorian optics, and Kira, and all that fun stuff. Um, you can take Juke, and Force Crew, and, uh, but yeah, there's, Juke seems nasty. That might make it worth the points if you fly him right, but I, I'm more excited for Q9. Yeah, so, so am I. We'll see if Mando comes down in the point. Because they want people to fly it. I mean, it's a, it's a movie. It's a movie ship. Or a TV show ship, so. <sighs> anyway, that's all I got for the show tonight, guys. It was a good show. Did you guys have uh, any um, uh, shout-outs that you guys wanted to give? Not really today. Not for me. Yeah, I don't really have anything today either. Yeah, nothing new, really. Just well, that, that, wow, we, we, we're like the, the most boring ending of a show ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just support your local game stores. I'll, I'll, see, I'll see you guys at the end of the month. Oh, uh, awesome. Our local tourney. I'll be there. Oh yeah, what's the date again? Let's shout that out. Uh, game Chamber. I didn't even book it off yet, so I'm actually being selfish and asking for myself. Upcoming events. I'll let, I'll edit all this out, folks. All the all that awesome dead air. It's good pod. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't go that far. Oh, okay. That doesn't matter. I'll look. At, I'll look. I'll ask him tomorrow when I'm there. Anyway, shout out Game Chamber. Hello. It'll be a Saturday. I am going to guess the 28th of May. Well, if it's the weekend before, I can't go. It's my wife's birthday. I'm pretty sure it'll be the 28th. But anyway, thanks everyone who's tuned in. And uh, we'll, we'll check you guys out next time. Bye. Later.